Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, on Monday, no one knew when or even whether the NHS recovery plan was going to see the light of day. An insider told me their dog had eaten it. The Treasury uh, was alleged to have shredded it, not value for money, and Bojo said he wanted tougher targets. ITV said there was warfare between number 10 and number 11. Rishi wasn't going to give Bojo the cash. There's a leadership election in the offing. It wasn't ready, not tough enough, wasn't value for money, didn't exist. Guess what? By Tuesday, it was published. If this looks like a disorganised government, it's because it is. If this looks like a government that isn't really on the ball, it's because it's not. And if it looks like a government that's putting its internal turmoil first and taking us for fools, it's because it is. It's a good job the NHS is well organised, is on the ball and run by some very sensible, well-grounded people who understand being on a waiting list is not about becoming collateral damage in a power struggle. The plan? Here it is, and there's a link to it in this morning's e-letter. When I read it, I thought it's pretty much as predicted. I think it's doable, but it's not without challenge. So see what you think. You can link to it and read it. Uh, here's the top line. End one-year waits by March 2025. End two-year waits by July this year. April 2023, no patient will wait over 18 months. Reduce diagnostic waiting times with the aim of at least 95% of patients receiving tests within six weeks. That's by March 2025. Deliver the cancer faster diagnosis standard with at least 75% of urgent cancer referrals receiving a diagnosis within 28 days by March 2024 and return the day the 62-day backlog to pre-pandemic levels by March 2023. Now, there are no targets. There are targeted actions, but no targets, just ambitions. It's a style thing, darling. In the old days, we used to say targets had to be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. In the new age of ambitions, they need to be sensible, motivating, agreed, reasonable and tick the right boxes. The plan is sensible, even though it will need a 30% more elective activity in two years' time. It's attainable because it's agreed by the people delivering it and that makes it reasonable to assume everyone is signed up and will step up. So it ticks the right boxes. It plots a way out of the cul-de-sac the NHS has found itself in. So, all good? Well, you can read it. There's a link in the e-letter and you can judge for yourself. But if there was a tiny thing, a little thing, well, it's this. The plan needs a fair wind and for everything to go right, including some interim measures to put a sticking plaster over the workforce problem. Expect a, works, a workforce plan is what I'm told. Setting that aside, the plan is finely balanced, delicately poised on an assumption. And it's the Rumsfeld dilemma, the known unknowns. The plan makes a guess that 10 million people have not come forward for diagnosis and treatment because of COVID. Is that the right number? Right or wrong, it underpins all the projections. It's the fulcrum point assumption 
half of the missing demand from the pandemic will return over the next three years. Let me just read that again. It's the Falcon Point assumption. Half of the missing demand, that's half of the 10 million from the pandemic, will return over the next three years. The further assumption is that the other half that don't come back will have resolved, learned to live with it, whatever it is, paid for private treatment or died. It is an assumption. Fair enough, but it could also mean the 10 million figure is an overestimate and only 20% will come forward. Or there might be more. Who knows? Right or wrong, the NHS will still need the hubs, the pop-up diagnostics, the digital fixes, the workforce innovation and the money and all the rest that's in the plan. The timelines are long. There will still be a lot of people waiting for a lot of treatment long enough for patients to become impatient, MPs to worry about elections and the press to find a horror story for the front pages. Now is the time for local comms teams to weave their magic with local and regional press, non-execs to work the external boundaries with local clubs and associations. And the rest of us? Well, we've got to be like Sid Bishop. He was the original demolition man and his motto was stand back and watch it come down. It's the time for the NHS to get into the demolition business, demolishing the waiting lists. Stand back and watch them come down. Thanks for listening. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye bye now.